Welcome and thank you so much for tuning in today's anti-diet show, part of the Farah Karamburi podcast. A podcast on a mission to equip busy professional women to lose weight permanently by creating healthier habits. I'm Farah Karamburi, a deep health practitioner, an author and founder of Deep Body Health, a leading nutrition coaching program designed to achieve results by fo- focusing on making simple habit changes. In each episode, I will bring you ideas on how to create these habits without going on short-term fat diets or taking weight loss pills or shakes to achieve your weight loss. So grab a cuppa or take me with you for a walk as I guide you through to achieving permanent weight loss results. and welcome to the Anti-Diets Insight with Farah Karamburi. I'm your host, deep health practitioner, keynote speaker and the founder of Deep Body Health, the leading nutrition coaching program for busy professional business owners and professional women. Welcome to today's um, topic and today we're discussing the word obesity day, which is uh, the day today, which is 4th of March and the reason I'm late for doing my my, um, podcast with uh, and having this conversation with you guys is because I was listening to a very interesting debate that's happening right now actually I kind of left that to come and do this um, regarding the world uh, obesity day however talking specifically about UK the government has come up with incentive to reward people for losing weight so if you're watching this right now in fact put it in the comments below what are your opinions and views are should you be rewarded for losing weight would that work so i'm just listening to this guy on the radio bbc three counters if anybody wants to go and, and listen to re-listen to it uh it's a, quite a healthy debate it's quite um you know there's people coming on and talking about their experiences the first thing that hit me from my point of view was the number has gone up to 64 percent now of uh obesity 64 percent of people in the uk right now are obese 64 there's over half the nation we're heading towards we're heading towards two-thirds uh, of the country is actually suffering from obesity right now um, out of which 49 percent of them well, there's a couple of numbers on here there's one which says 53 49 are actually women so what is your view on this particular topic? The first thing that hit me was, uh, it made me sad, to be honest. The first lady who came and spoke, the, the, the presenter, uh, I don't know his name. I never listened to BBC's Three Counter Radio, but I am going to now. One of my clients actually said, listen to him, what do you think? He was he's quite open. He's quite direct in his questioning. He said, um, should you be rewarded for losing weight? And she said, yes. She said, um, she started her journey she's lost seven and a half stones and she started this journey from um being given 12 to 14 i believe or 10 to 12 sessions of slimming world by her doctor so she went to her gp her daughter encouraged her to go to gp she went to gp and the daughter said uh, oh sorry the gp said well, the gp must have given their scheme must have been the scheme either that was local council scheme or the government i'm not sure um, either way, she went over and, and she got the kickstart for her journey. She started losing the weight, um, you know, and it was it's interesting, really, because she's saying now she lost the seven and a half stone. She walked on the first lockdown and the guy said, why? Why do you think you've put so much weight on you? What is the reason? And she said, well, I had kids, four, I've got four kids. I had them really early in my life. And 
I just, you know, I, fin- I used to finish off my kids' food. You know, I, I kind of made some notes on what she was saying because these are real people having, you know, real problems. There's no judgment here, by the way. You know, so quick we are to judge people and this is not what's going to solve the issue. We need to understand the problem as a nation. So um, she said she's got four kids and she will clean up their food and she will um, eat extra and then she will work really, really hard all day and then come home in the evening and she wants to have a hot cross bun. And I think it's just such a normal thing to do, isn't it? This is such a normal thing to do. But not for a person who's obese because you've already got so much weight on and you've got weight to lose. A hot cross bun isn't going to serve your goal. We know that. But if you took the weight part away for a second, if you look at this woman, she's a hard-working woman. Like, she doesn't seem like she is sitting around watching Netflix or, you know, whatever she was doing. She's a hard-working lady. She's given birth to four kids. She's brought these four kids up. She goes to work. And her husband... A <laughs> couple of things that we talked about. Her husband buys a. The guy said, the presenter said, Why are you bringing hot cross buns at home if you know you're tempted? She said, It's not fair on my husband who can eat them. But two people in the same household, the husband hasn't put as much weight on as the wife. Do you have to understand this one thing, guys? Women, particularly, as I coach women, the overwhelming responsibility on women is is apparent, is apparent in all the statistics and all the numbers. Last night in my live, I talked about, um, I don't know why I've got my headphones because I'm not listening to anything. Yeah, last night in my, in my, um, in my live, I talked about, I hope, okay, I'm just going to check that people can hear this in case you can't hear it. Just quickly check it, guys. I talked about, oh, that's right. Okay, last night in my in my uh, live, I talked about a quality of sleep, quality of sleep, and how much sleep we need to have as women. And to be quite honest, um, the reason the statistics again that I shared with my my group was shocking compared to men. It literally was shocking. You know, the disruption of sleep is seventy three percent in women. The the poor quality sleep was over sixty three percent. And all of these things are related to your weight gain, of course. The, the hormones disruption and this hangs out in your in the air for years because you just get used to it and you just start leading this miserable life because you think this is what it is exactly what the lady said you know she has got to lose seven half stone the presenter said why are you bringing in these um hot cross buns and the guy said and she said because it's not fair on my husband he wants to have biscuits and he needs to bring it the presenter said why doesn't he hide them why doesn't he just put them away well because he, you know, he does. He takes the biscuits to work, but some things are just left out, you know. Of course, these are not my, well, these are my words, but it's along the lines. I don't, I can never reiterate exact, but the gist of the conversation is this. So immediately, to me, it's an unfair situation in the household already. She doesn't want to stop other people bringing in food. However, she is struggling to maintain the environment where she will, she wants to continue losing weight. The first lockdown, she walked loss. She has a dog. Second leg done, it was winter. I'd completely relate to her. Yesterday I went out for my walk and I really didn't want to do it. And, and this is someone who's, who's into health, that's me. And for her to kind of think about dragging, she did actually, she went for a walk. But can you see how hard it actually is? You have to sympathize with the situation for sure. Um, and I can see how, you know, it's not like, oh, she, this lady, like I want to put lots of weight on, so 
let's just go and get all the food in the world and eat it. She's not having that. She's not got the attitude. She just simply is struggling to keep her weight in control due to circumstances around her. But I think it's a more of a family thing rather than just individual problem. I think it's about educating families um, to, to become healthier, to educate them exactly how to eat as well. So I put a post on, should obese people be rewarded for losing weight? Um, I think, is that solving a problem or is that actually putting a band-aid on? To me, this looks like it's a band-aid rather than solving the problem. I would much rather put the money into educating the people even on the ads, you use the television, use the media, use the Facebook to teach people how to eat healthy. What does movement mean? Because most people think that grueling gym workouts are required when they're not. Encourage the walks. Encourage the walks by actually putting this kind of stuff on TV. You know, there's a program about all different walks that this lady does, but they're like proper walks, hikes. But encourage people to learn how to cook healthy create something in the supermarket that teaches people how to cook healthy create the dishes put it together for people so they don't go for takeaway because takeaways are so tasty and people are like why would i want to cook when i can buy it for five pounds and buy this for 10 pounds and feed my whole family why should i cook there's no incentive there by the way you know that is the reason for people thinking well I'll just buy it from outside it saves my time i'm really busy i don't want to cook but what is in your takeaway that is so tasty everything they shouldn't be in there that's the reality now i'm not saying you don't need takeaway i love takeaways i will have it at least every other week but majority of my food is non-processed cooked at home and i very much encourage my children to make the same i saw my parents cooking from fresh from you know from very early age so that's very ingrained in me even if i wasn't a nutrition coach it will still be there but for the majority of the people in the UK, you may not have been brought up like me. You may have been brought up with fish chips, fish and chips, or food that's in a box into the oven, right? And then you find yourself with uh, 50 pounds heavier, 100 pounds heavier, and you're like, where do I start from now? Every single diet that you will go to is going to ask you to cook from fresh, pretty much, or buy it, deliver it, deliver it for fresh. It's gonna... so. If that's one of the most fundamental things that people need to do to change, then why not put the money into educating people on how to cook well? Teach, get, give them free classes. Give them free, create groups where people are teaching how to cook the most simplest meals. Take all the fancy stuff, make it super simple. Talk about portions, con portion control. Talk about the difference between men and women and how, how we're losing weight. Talk about really simple things that associate people. I promise, I, I know that if that money was put in education and also children as well, um, and it could be become part of the curriculum, you know, versus making pizzas or making scones to tick a box of my child has done culinary stuff uh, in school is to teach something decent for them to cook. And I, I put the money into there versus rewarding people to lose the weight because there's a possibility People will lose the weight because they want to get their reward. Once you've got your reward, what happens then? Are you hoping that they will carry on with this new habit they've created? It's not very good um, return on investment. The ROI does not seem very good on this to me. And um, so that's my opinion. Um, 
massive shame, isn't it? We've, we've seen the obesity numbers come out today. There's a lot of talk about obesity, um, especially with COVID. Um, COVID in particular has shown us that their obesity, like any chronic diseases, obesity is number one in terms of the people who died. Uh, you know, there was a big percentage of people who were obese in there. So being obese and overweight is not healthy. There's a whole body shaming thing attached to this. And if you go onto social media, uh, i.e. Instagram, there is a lot of debate about you shouldn't be talking about people's weight. And I, talk, and I agree with that because it doesn't matter what size you are. It doesn't matter what weight you are. It doesn't, actually, that doesn't matter. What matters is how healthy are you? What matters is what choices are you making on a daily basis that are healthy? You know, what is your mindset like? What's the outlook in the world like? What does your sleep look like? How do you manage stress? Those are the things no one's talking about. But I will keep talking about it until, until someone, someone is always going to find a golden nugget in a conversation that we're having because it will resonate with them. So... Being obese or overweight isn't healthy. That is not shaming. It is a reality. And unless you are a medical on a medical condition that prevents you to like lose weight, you have got the choice to make whether you want to lose weight or not. You Today, right now, you can make a choice. But don't go all in and say, I'm going to cut out everything <laughs> because it is not respectful to your body. If the day before you were having a chocolate ghetto, you were drinking 12 cans of Coke and the day after you're having broccoli and rice and chicken. Your, your body can't adjust to that, okay? You have to show some respect to yourself. Why don't you cut that cake in half and have half the next day? Well, that is a number one massive step in the right direction, even though you don't think so. It is. Because if you've eaten four cakes last week, but you've eaten three cakes this week, that is a step in the right direction. This approach works. That approach of all or nothing doesn't because you've already done it, it doesn't work. So my advice to on the World Obesity Day is to start small. But also, why are you doing it? What is your why? Your why has to be strong. If your why is not strong, you're not going to stick to this because you have no reason for losing the weight. What is your why? Be clear about your why. So that's what I want to talk about today on this uh, particular day it's, it's a it's a really um it's a really sad it's a sad day to be honest i i think it's a sad day because the 64% of people um now from the last statistics showed 50 something uh, is kind of creeping up and there's nothing enough being done to bring it down so government now doing this whole panic thing and putting in 100 million pounds into helping people to lose weight and I hope it's educational and I hope is it changes people it changes people's mindset versus giving me giving them a methodology a big massive diet to follow <laughs> basically a big massive diet as a nation that we're going to follow um again you're going to lose weight for short periods you're not going to stick to it because you don't really know how to change habits and that's what you want to work on so think about three things you can do today to actually start this journey. So number one is making small, tiny steps. Num and in fact, I'll take that back. Number one is why you want to lose weight. What is your why? Has to be super strong, by the way. So every time you slip or you have a, a moment of giving in, you can relate back to your why. If it's strong enough, it will carry you through. Second one is to start very, very small. Look at your 
be, be level up with yourselves, you know, don't be in denial. The denial thing, people who are obese sometimes laugh at themselves. They want to get the joke in first. They want to be jolly. It's okay to be big, fat and jolly. And it's not because inside you're absolutely upset about it. Okay, that is the reality. So you've got to level up with yourself. If you are upset, you want to share that with someone and say, this amount of weight is really upsetting me. I want to do something about it. And then you want to pick one thing. If I was to say out of 100, how can you stick to this thing every single day for the rest of your life? What would it be? Extra glass of water this week. Eat one more uh, portion of vegetables. Start to add things, then take it away first. Very People are very quick to cut stuff out. And then they go back to binge it, right? How many times have we seen this behavior? I don't even know to... I don't need to share statistics with you. I am one myself. I have done it. My clients have done it. Deprivation needs to binge. Stop with that deprivation. Pick one thing that you're going to start doing. Doing more of. You might go for a walk. Now the weather's getting better. Right? It's easier to maintain weight and lose weight in March upwards because it gets a bit better. But if a little bit of rain isn't going to kill you, right? So get yourself out. Get your big coat on. You've all got one. And just do it. Just do it anyway. If And the third thing I want to say is that if you're going to wait for your feelings, you're going nowhere. Because no one feels like going for a walk when it's drizzly outside like yesterday and and, and foggy. Nobody feels like to, to pick up the weights and start moving their body. Nobody wants to get up or nobody feels like having... Um, Everyone wants to have pizza and chips and, and, and takeaway all day, every day, right? You don't feel like cooking, but get up and make the food. You can feel that and you can validate your feeling and then ask yourself a question. This feeling that I'm having right now, do I let this feeling win of I don't want to do this, I can't be bothered, it's too much, uh, there's too much rain, I'd rather sit and have a cuppa and a biscuit. Or are you going to actually take that action by putting your feelings on the side? Feelings don't, it's, you're an adult now, right? Whether you feel like going, you know, as a child, whether you feel like going to school or not, you have to go because your parents pushed you. You don't have parents now telling you what to do. So you've got to be the adult in this relationship with yourself and say, I need to, I'm committed to go for a walk every day. I don't care if it's five minutes. I'm going to still get out and do it and just do it. Those people who put their feelings on the side and do what they've actually planned to do are the ones who will achieve success. If you're always honoring your feelings, I'm not saying you don't validate them, but you will have a lot of feelings of not doing stuff because you haven't done it for a long time. So now you don't want to do it. And like I said, in this country, the weather isn't going to be perfect. You can't wait for the perfect scenario. Let the COVID go. Let the gyms open. Let the sun shine. Let the, let's tell the government can tell us what to eat and we'll wait till then and then we'll start. You all know what to eat already. It's you. It's just you who is standing in your own way of getting a success. A success is this close. You make that decision right now, today, and say to yourself, I'm doing this. And pick one thing and you stick to that. I promise you, when you have completed that task for two weeks in a row, and it's become a habit or semi-habit, your mind will associate that with a reward. Like, well done for doing this. Now let's pick another habit 
oh, by the way, that wasn't that hard. I didn't even know I was doing it. Versus being on a diet and counting points and sins. But for some people, that works too. My only problem with that is lockdown came. Nobody could attend Slimming World classes. What do you do then? Who's going to clap for your £2 loss? Who's going to do it? So now you're relying on a third party to make you happy, third party for validation, third party to keep you accountable when you can yourself do this. Ask your partner to hold you accountable. Ask someone in the house to do that for you. Or get an online coach like myself who definitely will be holding you accountable. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for being with me today. Hope you found this uh, useful. Let me know in the comments below if you did, if you didn't, whatever your view is. And then go over to my personal page and comment should people be rewarded for losing weight? The hot topic for today discussed on the Radio 3 Counters Radio. And I would love to um, love to see what people think. Take care, guys. See you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Anti-Diet Show. If you have some time, please leave me a review so I can help more busy professional women like you to create healthy habits in order to change lives.